Hello, I'm Bridget. And I'm Bailey. And you're listening to the Monthly Music Podcast. On this podcast, we dive deep into our everyday music with episodes that include interviews from artists, concert reviews, curating our staff picks, and more. This podcast, we're going to run through all the biggest moments in music this past month of March. Our hits and misses, songs that blow up on TikTok. Well, we actually might not do that one. (laughs) Shows that we possibly have gone to and the biggest pop culture news. And when I say possibly have gone to is because I have been in a music dry, what is it? Dry spell? Yeah. Dry Dry area. Because I have not gone to concerts in such a second. And it's just Mm -hmm. because I'm so busy with life. And I honestly just don't have money. And I've I've been making adult purchases. So I've just been really smart about what concerts I go to. For sure. Which kind of sucks. But, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah, that's life. I'm just, I'm honestly waiting for Lord to drop her new album. I don't know if she's going to, but eventually she will. And I'm going to go on that tour. Hell yeah, you <laughs> That's are. kind of what I've been thinking. But yeah, we are going to get right into it. There, again, has been a lot of those albums have been released in March and February just because summer tours are now getting upon us. So I just picked a handful of albums that recently I've been yeah. really digging. And the first one I think we can both talk about is Boy Genius, The, the record. record. My two favorite tracks are Satanists and We're in Love. We're in Love, I literally started tearing up to the first time I heard it. Yeah. And it was it was very fun. I went to a Boy Genius listening party and I was just sitting there with tears in my eyes. It was really nice. Do you have any favorite tracks? I'm a Boy Genius fan. I try not to like listen to them too much because it makes me sad. Yeah. But I will say one moment from the album that like really hit me right in the guts is um in Letter to an Old Poet, which is kind of how would you describe that? It's like a follow up to me and my dog. Yes it is. And it's David DeMuse, favorite song off the album. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> if you were it, wondering. <laughs> there's this part in uh, in Me and My Dog that's like, I want to be emaciated. And then they change it to mm-hmm. I want to be happy in Let I Do an Old oh, Poet. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Yeah. I was that, like, it really hit you right in the gut. No, when you I was that. like, well, and then they like pause before they say happy. And it's like the um, like crescendo of the song, like the climax. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> getting chills super... just thinking about it. Like yeah. it was it's such a good album. And honestly, like all three of those artists are talented on their own. So when they get together, it's, it's like, like a force that cannot be stopped. No. And it's insane. No, they're incredible. They're great. Yeah. I like them better as Boy Genius, though, I think, than I like them. Oh, really? Separately. Yeah, lately I haven't been, like, really rocking with Phoebe Bridgers that much, which is rare for me. Well, because she only has two pieces of workout. She only has two pieces of workout, and I'm just, like, kind of getting tired of them. Yeah, and exactly. Then also, That's valid. It's um, like Frank Ocean when you, like, are just, yeah, it's been like, eight years, and there's, like, a couple. <laughs> there's, like, Blonde and Channel Orange, and you're, like. Yeah, and then those, oh. like, unreleased mixtapes that you have to find, you know? Yeah. A lot of hard work to get to no, those. No, for real. Uh, dedication. With Phoebe, I also just think that like sometimes her fan base just sucks. sucks. <laughs> and can we talk about that real quick? We're going to go on a tangent. Fan bases will make you hate 
hate an artist. No, for real. I've always had respect for Taylor Swift and I've always like, lo- I love Folklore and Evermore and I will stand by those two albums till the day I die. Those are beautifully written albums and like yeah. some of the best that has come out of No, I would agree. Those are my two favorite music. Yeah, Taylor Swift albums. 100% agree with you. But their fan base or her fan base makes me want to literally not go to her concert. No, literally, because I'm like, y'all suck. Yeah, it's just like annoying. Even like, I love BTS, which we'll talk about some of them (laughs) and i love the army they actually do really great things they will like get together and donate to big platforms and there was like this i think oh what was it it was like live streams about um like QAnon or something like really bad and they like spammed it with a ton of do you remember that like fan cams yeah but there was was also um they spammed like in texas when they passed like the anti-abortion laws that was definitely what it was all those petitions or something right there was like you would get like ten thousand dollars or something if you like turned in someone who had got an abortion that was exactly what it was and they took down the website yeah exactly so like sometimes k-pop fans will come together and really do amazing things which all fandoms really have the power to do but sometimes they're just crazy they They are are like the parasocial relationship that some people have with artists are so concerning yeah especially like i know you're you like harry styles a lot and i like him too but like but, his fans oh my god can we bring that up again too okay if you are an avid listener of this podcast or like you just know me at all you know i have harry styles butterfly tattoo because i grew up with one direction and one yeah. direction was my shiz okay and i think that's the difference between me and a harry styles fan is mm-hmm. Those same girls that bullied me in elementary school because I liked One Direction and they were like, that's lame. I love Justin Bieber, you know, or like the guys that made fun of me are the same people that are going to his residency being like, I'm the biggest Harry Styles fan. And they're just annoying. And they think that they have control about whatever all these artists do with their life. It's like Harry Styles was recently just caught like making out with Emily Ratajkowski or whatever that girl is, the model. And everyone was like, ew, this is so disgusting. Like, why does he have to do this? And it's like, why do you have a say? Yeah, like, why do we care who he's making out with? Yeah. And mind you, I got this tattoo freshly when I was 18. So at that point, Fine Line was not even out yet. Or it just came out, I think. Or, like, it was coming out. So Harry Styles' solo career was... Obviously, he was still Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. But he was not to the point he was at now. No, it was, like, when his self-titled album came out. And the self-titled album. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Nothing will ever beat that for me. No, for real. Like, it's honestly... If I rank them, it's self-titled Fine Line harry's house like it goes down the further he does it i don't think i'm that big of a harry styles fan anymore i'm more of a one direction girl at heart and that's why i like the tattoos because i'm like that signifies like my childhood music wise i thought i was gonna marry niall he slays little irish lad anyway yeah fan bases suck and sometimes they whatever okay (laughs) the next album that recently it came out on the last day of march actually was tyler creator's uh call me if you get lost state sale which was just a deluxe version of the album but he Mm -hmm. added about i think like six or seven tracks on the album and they are amazing he has an asap rocky yg and vince vince staples uh, features on them and they're great my favorite track is stuntman with vince staples uh boyfriend girlfriend with yg and heaven to me fair and this album how i describe it is instrumentally it is like igor which i think is gorgeous yeah i love that album and rapping wise or like lyrics wise it's very much like early 2000s very old school hip-hop 
which I love yeah. how he combined the two. I just love Tyler. <laughs> no, Tyler is great. I don't really have a lot to say about I was about to say, album, I don't think yeah. you did, so that's why I was going to move on. Well, Lana Del Rey, actually, we'll talk about Lana when we get Yeah, to no, I, I would really like to listen to that, but or listen to what you have to say. Uh, Jimin from BTS came out with his first solo album in quotes. I'm doing quotes right now because it's more like an EP. He has like five songs on there. Um, it's called Face. I like Like Crazy. It's a great little track. It's very poppy, but you know, summertime's great for K-pop and I love Jimin, so I support him. I thought it was great. I thought it was good, not great. Yeah. But I was like, it's not a miss. Um, and I definitely just want to talk about Jimin. Now we're on to the controversial album, apparently. Not apparently. <laughs> I just said apparently because I don't know if Bailey likes no, it. No, I don't. But... I'll tell you right now. Oh, Okay. I just don't like Lana Del Rey. Okay, no, that's valid. But did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey? To me, it was a hit solely because I liked more than like four tracks on the album. That's sure. not what is considered a hit to me is if I can, if I find myself going back a week after it's released and You're listening like, to I one or two songs. Yeah. Yeah. And that is Peppers by, she sampled a song on there and it's so good. That one, Bailey, did you listen to that one? It's like, hands on my knees, I'm Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I just was like, um, <laughs> I like listened to it because my roommate was listening to it. And then I was like, I like, I feel bad because Lana Del Rey just makes me irrationally like upset. <laughs> no, that's so valid. Okay, the top the peppers I peppers I like really really you a lot. Like you rock with it. I rock with it. Um, <laughs> and Taco Truck X V P is a very interesting love love song, you know, and I really like it. Yeah. I like her more, and those two actually more almost. I what do you consider them trap songs? Like more like hip hop influenced, which is weird coming from Lana Del Rey, but yeah, Lana is weird. Like Summer Bummer with ASAP Rocky is such a good song yeah and it's more of those upbeat lana del rey songs i can get behind um but besides that i would almost agree with you like it wasn't nothing special Mm-mm. but i do find myself you know i'm like if out of 10 rated a solid five six sure fair yeah okay we those are all the albums i thought were like mid to good do you have any more albums you'd like to talk about that were good i don't even like know what well, i have a controversial out. one. Oh, what is it i think my first miss of this march sure. is the daisy jones and the six aurora album <laughs> yeah that's because fair. listen if you guys have not seen the show it's huge at this point it was yeah. a book that was really good that both of us read I'm i didn't sure. actually read it oh, you I, didn't? Still wanted, I was still i'll give you them. my book after okay, this i read the book i know a lot of people did and the book was amazing it's basically like a fleetwood mac band like they totally were inspired by it in the 70s yeah. having inner drama and seeing that rise of fame and rock and roll yeah that's how i would describe it that's actually no, the, that's the like plot pretty spot on yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the book there was lyrics and everything so you can kind of read the lyrics and kind of picture what the song was in my mind as a fleetwood mac fanatic yeah i would say fleetwood mac is my like top artist no, that i enjoy you love I do love, love some Fleetwood Mac. I was raised on Fleetwood Mac. It was one of those ones, you know, how mm-hmm. you like, don't you have a band that, you, again, it's like One Direction Fleetwood Mac, probably You're died like, for first because yeah. you like are raised on it. And so it has like that special place. Yeah, it's mine's like, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yes. See, and it's like the first time you heard their music, you're like, you're like damn, oh this God. is good. Like yeah. it totally changed your life. Anyways, that's what Fleetwood Mac did to me. So I was very like, 
when I was imagining these songs, it was more Fleetwood Mac-esque and like that heavy, I don't know, rock and roll, like good sounding instruments. And now yeah. it seems like if they try to make 70s music in 2023. Well, I liked the music when I was watching the show, but by the time I got to like album, I was like, there's no way. Yeah, I think, no, listen, sorry to cut you off. I think it's great for the show. Yeah. I think it, you know, it was a good soundtrack for the show. People have been buying vinyl records of this and streaming it and just like listening to it nonstop. One of our mutual friends, like they did their Acidify and every song was, was a Daisy, Daisy Jones. Jones. Yes. And I was like, how You're are ridiculous. you listening to yeah. this? Like outside of the show, I don't understand. Like right now I'm thinking like, how do we get here? How do we get out? Like it's catchy, we right? Used to be something, something to say. Oh baby, look, look at us now. now. <laughs> right? It's catchy. I, I will get that. But like besides that, I mean, and in that song too, they sampled the chain. That's why that that song is good yeah that little guitar little solo yeah the chain but then people were making tiktoks and they were like oh my god like graham really carried with this bass line or whatever and i was like babe he did not make anything new <laughs> well he didn't make anything new but also like it's fake no <laughs> like it's- no it's not they they required all of them. They had like band rehearsals. They yeah, but all... they didn't write the music. Oh no, yeah. I was <laughs> so like, it's was him like, playing it. Yeah, no, he played it, but like he wasn't like carrying no the like songwriting. He because the TikToks were all like pissed off. They were like, Graham, like he carried the songwriting. Like he didn't get enough credit. And I was like, what? Like why are we so like you like I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, okay, just like watch the show finish the show move on with your life right like right. i enjoyed it and i've moved on but some people haven't and then even like because i've seen interview clips where they're like we were asked if we could go on a tour and they said like like the actors were like asked if they would be down to go on a tour yeah and so now everyone's like please i need to see daisy jones in the six live and i was like bro i will be actors. unfollowing everyone who goes yes, yes like, they're unfollow. actors like, I don't understand it. Like, it's not real. Like, if yeah. it was, like, a real documentary or something, I would completely understand. I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, let's go. Yeah, like a revival of Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, it's like, bro, just go see Stevie Nicks and you've, like, right? got it. Right? But She's also, still going on tour, babs. Yeah, tea. <laughs> I do have a piece of tea for you. Um, So, do you know the band The Civil Wars? Yes. Apparently, uh, the author of Daisy Jones and the Six, like, came up with the love story between Billy and Daisy more based off of the Civil Wars than Fleetwood Mac. And there's this one Civil Wars song called Poison and Wine, because the two people from the Civil Wars, two guy band, girl and guy, they, like, met and, like, started writing songs, whatever, totally fell in love. That's why they broke up. But they were both married to different people and, like, had their separate families and had to, like, break up as a band to, like, maintain the peace, like, with their spouses. And there's this one music video... You should go watch it after this for their song Poison and Wine, where they're like, it's about each other. The song is like about their relationship. And in the music video, they're like each sitting in like different rooms, but like rooms next to each other. So you can like see the other one in the background and they're like singing the song. And at the end, they're like standing next to each like standing super close. You know how in the show, Billy and Daisy like sing like basically into each other's like mouths. Yeah. No, that's what they were doing. And like, you can see the way they look at each other in the music video and like they're not actors they're just musicians and you're like oh my god you guys are so in love and that's what the book is apparently based off of in conjunction with Fleetwood Mac that's crazy I didn't know that it makes a lot of sense no it's insane you should watch the music video I'm going to after this now I forgot the Civil Wars existed though but they had that song with Taylor Swift they had that song with Taylor Swift and they're just incredible no they are not saying that yeah no, I just yeah, know, I know them from not. that Hunger Games song <laughs> 
it's a great and but taylor swift also worker of wonders like got them to re-record it together Uh uh-huh and i was like oh my god i wonder what that's like yeah i wonder if they were like oh my god you're the love of my life yeah like we couldn't be together because we had our own that's how they ended the show too was like daisy showing up at billy's doorstep sorry spoiler alert and it's like is there gonna be season two because there shouldn't be a season two no like should have been a limited series and i hate when tv shows do that and they're like like, what would it even be about if it was like changing the plot you're changing what the story meant to end or it's like when they're old and it's like their love story after the love story it's like i don't want to watch two 40 year olds like get it on basically no no. (laughs) anyway besides that the only other album that i had to miss was a morgan wallen album i don't even know what it's called i hate him i didn't even listen to it but i just wanted to say anytime that we give well i guess i'm giving him a platform now by talking about it but like he literally has said so many racist things and people still like ran around the streets like yelling the n-word at like yes and everyone was like well he was drunk so it doesn't matter like Like, and he lost his like record label i'm pretty sure or record deal he like got banned from a couple of country radio stations and then in a matter of a year it seemed like everyone forgot and now he's on like the cmas cmt whatever all the country music and like everyone's still like oh my god morgan wallen he's going on tour and everything i'm like yeah well adds up for country music fans but i just wanted to be like one song whiskey glasses though that i do like is that i'm gonna need some whiskey glasses glasses. yeah and then my little sister's really into country music she dated a bareback bronc rider briefly and he broke her heart (laughs) (laughs) yo Uh, and she was like i love the new morgan wallet album she listens to so much country music country there's some great country music out there no i love country music i love country but morgan wallen and his cohorts actually there's a um a caveat to this in our next segment but morgan wallen and his cohorts i don't like yeah our next segment is two songs that we really liked that were kind of singles and i guess we can go on to it is a luke combs song yeah it's well it's uh, a cover the of cover fast, fast car. car sorry i just reread that i was like wait <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. yeah cool it's, i love luke combs that song with leon bridges what is that freaking song oh yeah i like luke Amazing. combs a lot because i think he's also just like where morgan wallen is basically like racist and terrible right luke combs is just like a sweet seeming like just guy that like wears yeah. crocs on stage yeah i and i also you know i'm gonna say it i like tyler shoulders i like zach Bryan. i love tyler well because those are like different because luke yeah. Combs and particularly morgan wallen like that's just like nashville like we can make a ton of money of this zach Bryan and tyler shoulders are like just wordsmiths and like they just make for the working people no that's, like literally oh. wordsmiths for the working people and they just like make music that they want to hear and that they like mm-hmm. and Dawn's with Maggie Rogers I think we talked about it in the last podcast it's Liz it's not even my favorite Zach Bryant song no me either but I was like okay per, I yeah. can listen to it no like they're making music because like they love the music they make mm-hmm. and it's like good music and it holds up like no matter what music genre you like if you're a music fan you can listen to like a Tyler Childers song or a Zach Bryant song any one of them and be like yeah yeah or look at the Zach Bryant concert at Red Rocks when it snowed and be like yes. damn I wish I was there the Zach Bryant live album great i really do like that album my song that i chose as a hit is on the street with j-hope and j cole i think it's fun first off with the j's in the names j-hope j cole and also j-hope met j cole when they both were headlining Lollapalooza, and j-hope has really been inspired by j cole so it was like kind of like a little full circle well that's why j-hope's the name j-hope right yeah j cole Uh uh-huh he he literally like there's a video 
video of it because he had a documentary mm-hmm. and he was like you are my muse he literally told that to jay cole can you imagine like having the nuts to just go up to someone and say you're my muse i think j-hope does no literally but like i would just be mortified to be like, right no oh but he was like freaking out so i think he just also like english isn't his first language yeah so like he was trying to explain how much he means to him and he was oh it was so cute actually so i think that's like the only way he could just be like you are like my idol like you i you inspire me it's just being like you are my muse (laughs) just being so happy yeah so i I thought it was super cute and it's like a full circle moment it's like just a sweet little rap like pop song which i really enjoyed i also think it's funny that like j cole's name is j cole because his name is jermaine cole yeah and then j hope is like i'm looking it up right now his name is jung ho seok better known by his stage name j hope i just i think that's funny then how he got it i always thought his real name was like something to do with hobie because that's what they always call him but i don't know if that's just like a nickname wait also he began his mandatory uh military service two days ago yeah i know i heard that's unfortunate yeah him and Jin are in the military right now but bts is on hiatus and they're obviously fulfilling their duties so like slay but i hope they're okay you know yeah i hope that they make it out anyway i think we should move on we're kind of going on tangents now we're just gonna get into the pop culture side of things i think it's gonna be really fun and my exciting pop culture news for you guys actually have a couple my first one is with kendall jenner bad bunny and devin booker and you might be like what this is my favorite segment because i get to google all these things (laughs) but so if you guys don't know the model kendall jenner hate calling her model nepo baby kendall jenner (laughs) she has been in you know in contact with devin booker i think they had a relationship for a couple months Contact means that they like dated for like a year yeah but it's like yeah but it's kind of like never confirmed do not look like they used to when we were 13 no not at all anyway moving on so kendall jenner devin booker were dating devin booker is an nba player on the uh phoenix suns think they broke up but no one has really spotted them but then recently we have been seeing bad bunny and kendall jenner getting cars late nights together after i think it was like the grammys or something but they have been really spotted together so then everyone was like omg i think that Bad Bunny is, he is shading Devin Booker with these lyrics in his new song. It said, the sun in Puerto Rico warms up more than the Phoenix. And everyone was like, okay, that could possibly be, you know, shade to Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner. And then Devin Booker commented on someone like reporting this on Instagram. And he goes, he worried about another man again in all caps and i don't really know what that means i don't yeah. know if he's like what but that's some music drama is bad bunny is now with kendall jenner and which is shading, weird to right? think about um, very weird just because um, like i feel like they just occupy two different brain spaces right and the fact that they're like together which like i get the the hype um behind bad bunny right like i love bad bunny i love bad bunny too <laughs> yeah i don't know i just thought that would be fun to talk about i was trying to look for music news and that came up and i was like okay it's just silly little drama you know and another pop culture music news is Billie Eilish made her acting debut in Donald Glover's Swarm. Have you heard of Swarm yet, Bailey? No, what is Swarm? Oh my god. It is an amazing little like limited series or like TV show. I don't really know if they're going to have another season on Amazon Prime that Donald Glover wrote, produced, oh. and directed. Dope. And it's basically a satirical horror piece on Beyonce's hive and okay, like that uh, parasocial again relationship and I feel like you would so much enjoy it yeah, and it. Billie Eilish was in an episode and it was really great and also Donald Glover you know I love that he's an actor singer I think he's coming out with a new album soon 
He's supposed Sweet. to. I thought he um, like gave up music. That's what he said. But then he was like, LOL, Charles Gambino's coming back. I'm not the person to ask. We should definitely ask you in. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought that was fun. If you guys haven't checked out the show, I personally highly recommend it. It's very, um, very interesting. And is it scary? No, but it's very like gr- graphic. Mm-hmm. Can I just like tell you what the real plot is? They try to keep yeah. it under wraps, but someone is really into the swarm, uh, which is basically the hive. And they will go around murdering people uh, who talk bad about that artist. Oh. Yeah, but Donald Glover, there's always like a little uh, warning before each episode. And it's like, if you think these events are based on real things, it is. And just like, that's all they say about it. So it is based on like probably some case out there that a fan was killing people that talked bad about a celebrity or Which Beyonce. Is just, like, stupid. Could you imagine being like Beyonce and being like, why would you like, like, it's not that deep girl right so it's i would highly recommend the show to you because it's very good i finished in like one day oh there's only like seven episodes and it's really good and yeah billy eilish is in it i love donald glover's shows so yeah i think that's that's like a little fun music drama do you think like something similar has happened to donald glover maybe i would google it i don't know okay and the last pop culture thing and the thing that we're going to talk about in this episode is unfortunately Drake, but there's a lot of drama going on with this right now mm-hmm. um, because this has happened before, but people still book him to headline festivals and he actually has been making like a weird comeback, but like he hasn't dropped any music, but he's going on a lot of old school tours, again, headlining a lot of festivals. So then he was booked for Lollapalooza in Brazil um, and Fola de Sao Paulo is one of the biggest newspapers in Brazil reported yesterday that sources who worked in the festival's production confirmed that around 50 people in Drake's crew were already in Brazil and spent all night setting up the stage, audio equipment, and other structures, like a huge LED panel. And this came out because Drake did cancel on Lollapalooza. And he said that, like, I think the excuse was kind of like, oh, no, like, we couldn't make it in time, something like that. Or, like, he wasn't even planning on doing it at first, like, the whole time. But his crew was there the night before working on it and setting everything up. Yeah, and allegedly, Drake's crew learned that he would not be coming while they were setting up the stage and the ones who broke the news to them was t4 t4f lala's production company not drake so all these people that are setting up for drake found out from Lollapalooza, not drake himself that everything was canceled that's just a super bad look it's like do you have respect for the people that are working for you oh and it gets worse Ben. so the sources also say that did not know about the cancellation that everyone was working like usual until the cancellation went public Lollapalooza had reserved 30 rooms for drake and his crew costing upwards 100k us dollars unrelated to Lollapalooza. Drake also paid 200k US oh was also paid he didn't pay this but he got $200,000 to appear at an after party after his Lollapalooza performance he's supposed to stay at the after party for 90 minutes and do two ads on Instagram stories he didn't and according to the guy who hired him he also hasn't given back the money he was paid for after party pay for for the after party and this is from Reddit too so the person says I googled a bit and found another interesting article the newspaper claims that their source says that Drake Drake doesn't like doing shows in South America for three reasons. Shows in South America don't pay as much as other countries like the U.S. and Saudi Arabia. He thinks South America public is too demanding and Drake doesn't like the expectations they create for shows, expecting a huge show with lights, special effects and dancers. And lastly, he thinks Brazilian crowds are low spirited and they have no energy. Supposedly, he was quote unquote traumatized by his Rock in Rio show in 2019 and that he thinks the Brazilian crowds sing with the wrong English. Be so for real, right? 
right now, Drake. Are also, you kidding me? Also, $200,000 is a lot of money. You're freaking Drake. Like, I get that you think that you deserve more money, but $200,000 for a festival headliner is well, more than enough. $200,000 to appear at a party for an hour and a half. If I yeah. can make 200k got, doing that, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Oh, no, sorry. That wasn't even for Lollapalooza. That was for an after party because then after that, at the end, the paper says that their source said that he made him cancel his show uh, was Billy's show on the first day of the event. So he canceled his show like when Billy Eilish was first performing, which is the first day of Lollapalooza, uh, but no one found out till like the day of, the night of. That's ridiculous. So he's wasting right? everyone's time and money. And this also says that he hasn't returned either That's the what I was going to get at. Yeah, the $400 million that he was paid for the Lollapalooza show, he has not given back. And a lot of people are like, why are we still booking Drake and letting him act like this? No, yeah. It's ridiculous because you're wasting everyone's time. You're wasting everybody's money. You're just, like, it makes you look bad. It's a horrible look for Drake to be doing yeah. that. Um, and also, like, the thing about the South American public, that's, like, low-key, like, pretty racist. Like, they sing with no. the wrong English. Like, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? Then, like, don't listen to them sing. Yeah, 100%. I think, I mean, first off, stealing from companies... 200k and over four million dollars from Lollapalooza because it cost them 100k to book like probably everything probably more another million to yeah. book flights not getting that back is ridiculous also the racist comments yeah and then I saw a comment on this reddit post which I thought it was so funny because it was like well his music just deserves a slow crowd if you had good upbeat music then people would actually like reciprocate that yeah. feeling well I can't but imagine like sucks. getting bad and bougie to like Drake like come on. right like Marvin's room comes on and you expect people to be like moshing like, like but i just got so upset because drake has been a little controversial these past couple of years and he does like stupid bad things and a lot of people like turn a blind eye to it including myself just because it's kind of like oh he's just stupid and out of touch with reality yeah. but after this too it's like it's kind of just like it is a very much shows his true character for sure and there's just a lot of questionable behavior that happened and racist well, behavior yeah if racist. this is true yeah well, but then it's also, like, he's done 8 million borderline things. So it's like, okay, I get that we can't, like, like he didn't actually, like, do, like, especially that thing with, who's that girl from Stranger Things? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, where he was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, we're friends. She was, like, 13 uh, or, like, 15 or, like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. She was a minor. She was like, oh, yeah, me and Drake are friends. And, like, he talks me through my boy problems. It's like, okay, you weirdo. Yeah. But I feel like he's done a ton of things like that that it's just like, okay, like. like when will we stop defending him? Yeah. And it's like now. Or, like, I've yeah. honestly been on the Drake, not, like, hater train because I don't want to be like, I hate Drake. Yeah, but the Drake, like, oh, I know he's not a good person. Like, I yeah. don't, I don't support Like, I him. don't vibe with Drake. Yeah, 100%. So I think it's just very, like, this was huge. Because the Lollapalooza uh, Chicago dates are in lineup just got dropped. And at that time, too, I think Lollapalooza was happening in Brazil. So mm -hmm. everyone was like, because Billy's still headlining in Chicago. And it's kind of the same headliners because it's the same festival, obviously. So everyone was like, yeah. oh, where's Drake? Like, I wonder where he is. And then canceled, like, the next day. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. It's just been big in the festival world because obviously, too, all the festivals are back now that COVID is like handled and it's summertime. Yeah. So a lot of lineups are also getting dropped. So I just think it's it's very telling that he's acting this way because I don't know if he's ever going to get booked for a festival. Well, he probably will get booked for festivals, but it's probably going to be rare for him to get big ones like Lala in Coachella. Yeah, I agree. Or even like Bonnaroo. Lala's lineup this year really goes off. It's great, guys. It is great. Sorry to yell on the microphone we have well we have lana but i think it'd be interesting 
interesting. If I'm paying for other headliners, I don't really care. But then we have Billie Eilish. We have Kendrick Lamar. The 1975. Those three I'm really excited for. Yeah. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm missing theirs. Um, Odessa. <laughs> TXT. Well, yeah, because they're going to the same night as Odessa. And I'd much rather watch Odessa. Mm. TXT no, and Carol G. Saturday, Red Hot Chili Peppers or Sunday? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, because I would rather go to Lana. Isn't Lana up against Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Yeah. And I would rather see Lana Del Rey than red hot chili peppers no that's so valid would you, which one would you choose i would probably go home probably like, <laughs> like especially because no, it's sunday I, so i'd be like oh long weekend 100 i agree with you but i did spend a lot of money so i'm just gonna be like whatever like yeah. i spent money for the underwriters what are they called the like the people that aren't the headliners oh yeah they're just like performing well there's really great ones like noah khan right dope lemon richie mission the coal miners i'm so that's excited for dope Lemon too yeah men i trust too new jeans uh, Spacey Chain, Biba Doobie, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, <laughs> which will be so fun to see. And there's Declan like Pusha McKenna. T. Sudan Archives? Yeah. No, like that's what I was mainly excited for. And like if I'm paying for that money, like, yeah, I'll go see them. But Maggie I would never. Maggie Rogers and Jid. Oh, I forgot. I was about to say Maggie Rogers. And Suki Waterhouse. Yeah. Like. The Linda Lindas. Yes. Literally. Mount Joy is playing. I love exactly. Mount Joy. Like I. Maxi Lovers. See, and like I would not give my money to most of those headliners, but I would give my money to see all of those artists oh, plus a couple big ones. And I've seen Kendrick and the 1975. Both those artists know how to put on a show. For sure. So I'm glad Drake's not going because if Drake was going, I probably would not have bought the tickets. Moral story. And Drake sucks. No, fair. I think. Do you want to add anything else? Should we wrap it up? No. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. You just heard the music director's monthly wrap up for the month of March. Tune in 90.5 FM or KCSUFM.com to listen to all KCSU podcasts as well as our live on-air content on our mobile app search kcsufm on the app store if you enjoyed bailey and bridget chatting all about music make sure you tune in on mondays at noon to the weekly gems countdown on 90.5 kcsu fort collins make sure you follow us on instagram spotify and remember it's because of you dear listener we can keep college radio alive we'll see you guys next month yeah we sure will bye bye